Hello and welcome to the RadioTimes.com Doctor Who podcast. My name's Hugh Fullerton and this week, back from his long holiday, it wasn't really a holiday, his long absence from the podcast, I'm joined by Morgan Jeffrey. Morgan, welcome back. You missed me, right? <laughs> yes, hello, I'm back. <laughs> and you're, you're immediately wishing I'd go away again. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Morgan's back just in time for an actual honest-to-goodness review of something. We started this podcast uh, earlier this year to review the most recent series of Doctor Who. And we sort of kept it going uh, because, you know, we have more time in lockdown. <laughs> also, we thought you might want to hear more. Um, but yeah, this is, I think, the first time we've reviewed anything. I mean, we sort of reviewed the Doctor Who TV movie because I hadn't seen it before, but you had. But I think it's the first time we've kind of done a new review for something in a long time. And that review is for Daleks. Got to say it in the right emphasis, exclamation well, point. It's got an exclamation mark. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, which is obviously, we've talked about this a couple of times on the podcast before. It's the new, I'd hesitate to call it a full Doctor Who spin-off exactly because that feels like it puts a bit of pressure on it. But essentially it's a Doctor Who web series tied in with the Time Lord Victorious project, which follows a bunch of Daleks getting up to mischief in space. Uh, it's created by James Goss, who, who wrote it and did a lot of Time Lord Victoria stuff. Stars uh, Nicholas Briggs. Uh, I was going to say Nick Briggs, but he's Nicholas Briggs when he's working. Uh, <laughs> um, and Nick's friends. Nick to, Nick to his mates. And yeah, it also stars uh, Joe Sugg and others. I've forgotten some of the other actors, but there are other actors. Um, and yeah. Uh, um, Anjali Mahindra. Anjali Mahindra. That's who I couldn't think of. Um, so yeah, it's we've seen the first episode, which comes out, I believe, on YouTube on the 12th of November. Uh, so if you listen to this after that, it's already there. Go and have a look. And there'll be subsequent episodes uh, continuing on Thursdays. So yeah, I mean, I guess first things first. Morgan, I'm going to throw it to you. What did you think of the show? I enjoyed it. I mean, it is it is bite size. Uh, I think the the series was advertised as uh, 10 minute episodes, and actually, uh, episode one. Uh, spans to an epic 13 minutes. A feature-length uh, adventure. <laughs> and, 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 and spoilers, uh, looking ahead, episode two is 15 minutes. Oh. Which is, uh, yeah, but, so, but you know, it, it is bite-sized. Um, but having said that, I, I, I do think it has a kind of epic, sweeping space opera feel as well. I think um, the, the soundscape really helps with that and the music as well, yeah, the... Uh, the, the sound design and, and the score, I'd say, are on a par with the kind of thing you would expect from uh, your big Finnish audio dramas, if you are, if you are a listener. Um, there's some, you know, there's some decent intrigue as well, not giving away too much, but there are, episode one does have a, a cliffhanger ending in the, in the sort of classic Doctor Who fashion. Um, and, and I think as well, you know, the fact that we've, uh, you know, there's been debate about, about Time Lord Victorious, about you know, the fact that if you were to, pick up every single aspect of this multimedia project, it would set you back uh, a fair bit. So the fact that we're getting something like this just out, you know, released out on YouTube for free, I think is fantastic. Um, it's not perfect, which you know I'm sure we'll go into, but for what it is, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I think what I said, I wrote a review on radiotimes.com, so you can read that if you're listening and you want to read that for my full thoughts. Um, but yeah, I, I sort of feel like it's, it's for what it is, it's this really nice little sort of story and a little corner of kind of the Hooniverse, I said. But um, yeah, there's definitely some things in it that are where, you know, you sort of, you could pick up on. Um, I should say the story uh, in the first episode is pretty simple. Uh, the Daleks are kind of laying waste to a planet called Islos, I think it's pronounced. Uh, and there's a big archive on there, a big sort of fancy space library. 
that they want to go and check some books out of for some reason. We don't, we're not really quite sure why, but they want to have a look at it. Um, and we kind of meet the Daleks. There's a few characters um, who I think, if you've been following the Time War Victoria's story, you'll have met elsewhere um, in some of the big Finnish dramas and action figures and whatnot. So the Dalek Emperor is kind of the main character. He's, uh, you know, got quite a, a sort of a TV21 inspired big bowly look. Uh, very technically... <laughs> dome head, yeah. Dome head, yep. Um, and you have the Dalek Executioner, who has a little kind of cudgel thing instead of instead of a plunger, which is pretty cool. And my favourite, uh, the Dalek yeah. Strategist, who is very cool. Uh, the Dalek Strategist is a kind of classic era Dalek who's a bit rusted and battered, and who comes out with a kind of sibilant Dalek voice from Nicholas Briggs. And I thought he was very cool. I thought that was actually... Um, the most interesting design because I, I think I'd slightly missed out that this Dalek was there in the kind of preamble. Mm. Um, but I looked at that and I was like, that's quite a fun design, like using the kind of classic, the classic look of the Daleks in a way that maybe wouldn't actually work that well in live action because they we would look a bit ropey. You know, we've had science classic mm. Daleks come back mainly in the background of, you know, Dalek stories in recent years because they do look oh, a bit there's a reason off. for that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whereas in this, because you're kind of creating it digitally, I think it kind of, you know, I think it sat relatively well in there. Which is smart, right? It's making a virtue of, of the yeah. fact that it's animation rather than let, letting the fact that it's not live action be any kind of limiter. Yeah, definitely. Uh, also, the story kind of lets us see a little bit of what the Daleks kind of get up to <laughs> when the Doctor's not around. It's, you know, it's, it's not like a special, very special episode. Um, you know, it's the Zeppo of Doctor Who. It's not that. Um, it's, <laughs> it's basically, you kind of just see them kind of, I'd say Dalek strategist is a low bar. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's not a lot of strategy to what the Daleks do. Like, his strategy is basically in the episode. Without, we don't want to give too much away. I would say it's not particularly sophisticated strategy. It's sort of incredible. it's mostly exterminate, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, he's like, they're all like, let's just shoot everyone. He's like, wait, what if we do this one thing and then shoot everyone? <laughs> they're like, the man's a genius. <laughs> but you know, on a, on a Dalek level. That they're like, wow, this guy's strategy is like next level. Yeah, 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 yeah basically. Um, so yeah, I think it's kind of interesting to see that. But equally, obviously it's very short and we kind of, so we don't see too much of that. And I'm interested to see how much, because we kind of jump in on this huge Dalek fleet kind of attacking the planet and we kind of have these few characters with that. I'm kind of interested to see how we kind of, how the show is able to kind of personify those Daleks more because Daleks are obviously pretty mm. you know by definition faceless and kind of interchangeable they've you know with design they've given all these people these little Daleks quite a sort of personality but it's kind of I'd be kind of interested to see how much that continues and how much we can kind of bed in with them again I feel like I might be expecting a lot of a web series that has like 10-15 minute episodes but you know no, no, I actually think though that even in this this first 13 minutes the show did a pretty good job of giving those Daleks personality and, and helping us to easily identify each individual Dalek. Cause that is the danger. You know, the Daleks in the best possible way are a kind of um, identity lessons, kind of faceless. They are just this one force, right? And they, they only have one, uh, one ambition, one aim, one desire, which is to exterminate. But in this, because as you say, you've got all the different types of Daleks. So you've got in the Dalek strategist, you've got the classic series Daleks. Um, you've also got the, the new series Daleks, the modern take on the Daleks. And then the Emperor, who doesn't look like the, the Emperor from the TV show from the 60s. He's more the, um, the comic strip inspired, as we said, the Century 21 model. So you've got all these different um, types of Daleks. So that helps. But then also, um, this ep I'm sure we'll get onto it in a minute, but this episode is pretty, pretty much, it's not, but it's pretty much um, a one-man showcase for Nicholas Briggs yeah. um, and, and, his, and his range, which, which might sound... Um, 
you know, slightly odd when you're talking about voicing Daleks, but he does have range within within that Dalek sphere. Um, that they are very distinct performances. I think you know, just the sort of the, the grunt soldier Daleks, the Emperor Dalek, which is kind of like he's clearly having a lot of fun with the Emperor Dalek. It's it's kind of like the, that voice is is dripping with pure evil. Mm. Um, and then you've uh, and then you've got the um, strategist who has a slightly more sort of raspy tone to his voice. You know, if it was pure, the, the visuals help, but if it was just on audio, I think you would still be able to tell those Daleks apart. Well, definitely. And obviously they, they do star in some audio dramas, don't they, in the big Finnish dramas. So I guess the, if they're presumably the same voices, that probably that probably mm. is why they're so distinctive. I mean, the way you describe it there makes me think back to Stolen Earth, Journey's End. You know, when, when Nick Briggs is, you know, being so many Daleks, he's being, you know... Uh, the crazy Dalek Khan, he's being various, you know, the Dalek Supreme, the German Daleks. Um, which of course, yeah. Exterminating. Um, yeah, so I think that it's like someone watched that and thought, let's do more of that. And you're right, the funny thing yeah. is you sort of forget that it's just one person. It's a little like, this may be a bit of a stretch, but if you ever watch Orphan Black, you forget thinking, oh yeah, Tatiana Maslany is playing all these characters. You think, oh, that's interesting what that character's just done. I and mean, you're like, wait, all six of these people are the same person. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone has ever said before that Nicholas Briggs is the Tatiana Maslany of the Doctor Who universe, but we're putting it out there. Yeah, nobody has said he has isn't. So, <laughs> no, you know, yeah. we're not contemplating anything. Um, so we've talked a little bit, actually, we should talk about um, the animation. So before the series uh, was kind of, well, before it debuted, there was a little bit of sort of, not controversy exactly, but there was a bit of debate about the animation. Some fans didn't feel like it kind of matched up to some animation that you get on, on other shows and some said, oh, I really like the stylized nature of it. Now we've seen it kind of in action. I mean, Morgan, what, what, was, your, what, was, your, what was your reaction to it? Well, as I, said, I think the, the soundscape on this is really strong. I think the score is really strong. Um, I think the, the story's, you know, pretty compelling. I think the performances are strong. For me, the one, my one criticism would probably be uh, centered around the animation mm. and, and not, not across the board. I think it's. A, I think the animation, whereas everything else is pretty impressive, the animation is more of a mixed bag. Um, so you've got. I mean, the Daleks are your your central characters, so it's important that they look good, and they do. Um, as you said, the visuals really help to identify. Um, you know, each individual Dalek. I think they they look great. Um, particularly as you mentioned, the the strategist who's a bit more battered and a bit more dirtied up. Um, and I think because of that, there's a fantastic extra level of detail. Um, to the strategist Dalek, which which it looks really great, um, but a lot of the the, the backgrounds um, aren't aren't as strong as the sort of you know, the the protagonists in this. Um, the, a lot of the time, the, back, the backgrounds can look quite quite flat, uh, strangely two D. I think um, in particular, I mean, mild spoiler alert, but you know there are Daleks around. There's explosions, right? You know they're blowing stuff up, and the explosions in particular looked strangely sort of lifeless and, and 2D. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it's a re it sounds like a really specific thing to pull out, but I had the same thing <laughs> in my notes, but I was like, these explosions yeah. look, they're sort of flat, like you say, kind of mm. 2D, just sort of, they don't look like explosions. It's like someone's thrown some watercolors on a canvas or something, you know, just a, a little, a little, a little mm. kind of paint. Um, as well, I thought, thought the, the sort of environments that the Daleks are in, um, again, when they're kind of inside their ships or whatever, that's fine. But there's this scene where they're flying around a city and the city, it was definitely a stylistic choice. Um, but the city is sort of 
very glassy and empty and like not very well defined. You see a Dalek flying down to ground. It just doesn't look like anything. It kind of looks a little bit, like mm. I said to you while we were talking before the show, a little bit like Star Fox, <laughs> um, you know, where it's sort of vaguely the shape of a building that you're flying past and it's sort of there. Yeah. But it doesn't, there's not really any detail to it. And again, it's one of those things where I don't think that's a mistake. I think that was a choice that they made in making the show. And obviously, you know, it kind of, there was probably limitations with making this at the speed that they've made it and things like that. But yeah, it's definitely something that kind of, it threw me out of the story a little bit. And you know, it's only 13 minutes, so you know, you're not gonna get super drawn in, but yeah, you kind of just see those explosions, you see those buildings and you're a bit like, I don't know, I, this isn't quite what I, what I wanted. No, and I, th I think especially because it is, because the animation is a mixed bag, that's why they stand out because, yes. as I say, the, the because the Daleks actually look great. When mm. you do, when you do have those those backgrounds and um, those cityscapes and those explosions, which don't look as good, they stick out more. They stick, you know, they stick out like a sore plunger. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Like I think I was pleasantly surprised by how nice the Daleks look, and the cam the camera mm. loves them. I'd say that the digital camera. <laughs> you know, is always panning over them and stuff. And that looks really cool. Um, although I will say, I, I already made my Star Fox comment. I'll push the metaphor further. I did feel, and you sort of, um, I think, agree with me on this. There was kind of sometimes a slight video game cutscene feel to it. Like, I think because you've kind of got these characters chatting and they're digital, and then you sort of, um, there's occasionally a bit where you're sort of panning around the Emperor Dalek or whatever. And it kind of felt like the camera was going to shift and I was going to be controlling the Emperor Dalek. And mm. for one thing, someone should make that <laughs> someone <laughs> yeah. someone should just make yeah. that game like obviously there is um edge of time uh which uh is you do control a dalek for a bit of and that's great fun um and you know studio liddell who did the animation actually work have worked on vr so maybe that's where my head's making the connection similar sort of stuff but yeah i'm not really sure if that's a it's a bad thing that it reminded me of a video game cutscene i love video games it's just something that really st st stuck out to me and i'm not sure if i've seen that many video games that would even look like this apart from star fox but I don't know. It was just—it was just an interesting thing about the animation, I think. Yeah. No, I, I got that vibe as well. And like, that's not necessarily a criticism. It's more just a comment that it, it put us both in mind of, of that style, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I don't know. We, we've watched the first episode. We we haven't seen the second one, and it's it's in, we can't really talk about it yet. Anyway, uh, there's a few episodes. I mean, how, how, where do you think the story's going to go next? I mean, we without giving too much away. You said there's a bit of a cliffhanger. We know that the mechanoids are playing a part in the series because that's what mm. was announced beforehand. I mean, how big can this story get and kind of how, how deep can it go, do you think? Yeah, it's interesting. What will be interesting is, is to see where this series takes the mechanoids in particular, I think. Like the, the approach to the Daleks, we already kind of get a sense of that from the first episode in that it's kind of like it's part inspired by the TV series, but it's also quite strongly inspired as we've referenced in um, previous episodes when we've been talking about Daleks, it's inspired quite strongly by the TV 21 comic strips. And on television, the mechanoids in their one appearance were, uh, I, I don't want to say underwhelming, but there's a reason they only appeared the once, right? They, they, look, they looked a little clunky. They moved, they, you know, they moved a little awkwardly. Um, they weren't the new Daleks that everyone thought they might be. Um, but take away the restrictions of live action and, and, the, and the models and so on. And the, um, in TV 21, they became this sort of epic threat that went up against the Daleks. So, I th you know, again, animation is, is freed from certain restrictions. I think it could be really interesting to see what Daleks does with the mechanoids. And, and you know, is it going to, in some way, um, repair their reputation? Could, could this series, you know, reestablish them 
as uh, a, a really kind of formidable foe to go up against the Daleks. So I, th I think that's going to be interesting. Uh, the, the scope of the story you would imagine is going to be slightly limited by um, the time in which it's being told. Yeah. But that, be but that being said, again, without giving too much away, the the first episode does end on what feels like quite an epic cliffhanger, right? It, it definitely, mm. you know, not only does it leave you wanting more, but it leaves you with the sense that this story has started in one place and it's about to get a whole lot bigger. Definitely. I mean, for, you know, a 13 episode webseries, it was quite exciting. You know, I was kind of like mm. quite jazzed up at the end. I was like, oh, great. That's cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was sort of thinking I'd like yeah. to see more of this, which yeah. wouldn't necessarily have been the case. I was, you know, I was wondering, is this actually going to be interesting enough? Am I going to be drawn in? But I think it, it's kind of interesting because it's obviously already separate from Doctor Who in so many ways. I feel like it doesn't really matter that it's told in this short form way. Like it's intentionally, I think, a short form story. And yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see, to see where it goes. Um, I would say we've probably talked now for longer than the actual episode we're reviewing uh, in typical podcast style. Uh, so we might want to wrap it I up. Mean it's, it's not like Doctor Who fans to overanalyze anything, is it, really? No, of course not, of course not. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, when this podcast first goes live, Daleks won't be out yet, but a couple of days afterwards, it will be. Uh, so, you know, let us know what you thought of the first episode. It's elsewhere on YouTube, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube. You can also obviously listen to the radiotimes.com Doctor Who podcast on other podcast mechanisms, such as Acast um, and Spotify and Apple podcasts, things like that, if you so choose. Um, yeah, and we have loads of content about Daleks, including our review and our Lammy page and a few other things. And we've got an interview with Nick Briggs. Um, and yeah, we also have lots of other stuff about Doctor Who, uh, the main show, uh, which is obviously coming back this festive season. Uh, but yeah, until then, uh, I've been Hugh Fullerton. I've been Morgan Jeffrey. Uh, and this has been us being exterminated. And I'll definitely, definitely put an expensive sound effect now. Goodbye.